welcome to the Blindfold Chess Podcast. International master Eric Rosen is a very popular and soft-spoken YouTuber and Twitch streamer with over 580,000 subscribers and 220,000 followers. He started playing when he was seven and won the third grade state championship at the age of nine. While he was in high school, he won the 2011 United States K-12 Championship with a perfect 7-0 score. That clear of a victory was very unprecedented and that the Skokie Village Board, which is his hometown, called May 16th, 2011 as Eric Rosen Day. In 2015, he collected his final international master norm and peaked his rating at 2423. Eric is also an established photographer. He was the lead photographer during the World Championship in 2021, where we saw Magnus Carlsen play against Jan Nepomniachtchi. Online, his persona is soft-spoken and quite relaxed. It doesn't matter if he is beating the World Championship, which he did in a bullet match against Carlsen in 2018, or if he's losing the game. But is he really losing the game when he says, oh no, my queen, or did you fall right into one of his many opening and tactical traps that he sets up? This week we are looking at a game where Eric is white from 2017 against Adam Cap. Now, if we're ready, let's begin. 1. Pawn to e4 Pawn to e5 2. Knight f3 Knight c6 3. Bishop b5 Pawn to a6 4. Bishop a4 Knight f6 5. Castle kingside This is well-trotted theory at this point, but after 5 castling for white, they leave their e4 pawn unguarded. Can black take that pawn? The answer is yes, but you probably shouldn't. After knight takes e4, white plays rook to e1, black plays d5 to keep control of their knight at the middle of the board, white plays d3, and then once the knight moves, the e5 pawn becomes a very easy target for white. Pawn to b5. Six, bishop b3. Bishop e7. Seven, rook e1. Castle kingside. Eight, pawn to d4. Pawn to d6.
9. Pawn to c3. Pawn to h6. Ten pawn to a four. Bishop d seven. Eleven knight b to d two. Rook e eight. Twelve. Knight f1. Bishop f8. Thirteen. Knight g3. Queen b8. This queen b8 move may look a little strange since White's pieces are targeting the king side, and black is moving their most powerful piece to the queen side, but there are a couple of ideas behind it. One, you are trying to help open up the B file to have a little more activity for your pieces. You are also allowing more room for your knight to get over to the king side with like a maneuver of knight d8 to e6, or just knight d8 to cover f7. And then you are also allowing the black queen to have easier access to the g1 to a7 diagonal with a move like queen b6 or queen a7. 14. Knight h4. 15. Knight h5. Knight captures h5. Sixteen. Queen captures h5. Knight d8. Seventeen. Pawn to a5. Queen a7. 18. Bishop captures h6. I love this move so much. Bishop takes h6. There's a neat concept in chess where if you have three pieces or more around your king, you can start to sacrifice them in order to get at the king. So with white having their bishop on b3, their queen on h5, their knight on h4, and the bishop on c1, which has not moved this game, sacrificing itself, you are very quickly getting at the black king. Pawn g captures h6. Nineteen. Rook e3. Black resigns. We are only 19 moves into this game, but black can very clearly resign. The rook 
lift from rook e1 to e3 is coming to g3 and there is very little to like absolutely nothing black can do to stop it with one two three four pieces all around the black king and basically nothing defending the black king white is going to have a very easy time coming in whether that's through taking the pawn on h6 or playing queen g6 to take advantage of the pin or rook to g3 to chase the king to the h-file white has a ton of options but this was a very easy demonstration of what eric can do if you give him the tactical ability to do so so I hope you have enjoyed this week's game, and we'll tune in next time where we look at another game from chess history and work on our blindfold skills.